two, one. No, no, no. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no that's the way it's been. Three, two, one. Damn. Salo for lava, kiaura, malo, lele, aloha, bulavinaka, fakalo, falahia, tu, kiaurana. And what's good, everybody? This is Frosty DJ Waves rolling here, and this is the Uso Table Talk Podcast. Let's go. Uh, we just want to give a massive shout out to the Hills Podcast and Video Studio at Bella Vista Hotel. Shout out to Bella Vista Hotel. Shout out, shout out. Shout out to all of our family tuning in right now. Much love. Thank you for the love and support. And um, if you're tuning in for the first time, hey, welcome to the family, man, because that's what we are, huh? Welcome, welcome. 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 Gee, but guys, I'm pumped. Yeah, bro. I'm I'm pumped. pumped. We're ready. I'm pumped. It's been a big weekend, man. (laughs) Yeah, man. But more importantly, we got a special guest in the building. Yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, show some love to the mayor of Mount Druid. Husband, father, OG, welcome, Kuzon McCarthy. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, what's up, what's up, all wow. souls? Wow. Thanks for the introduction, bro. That was, uh, that's next level. I don't even live in Mount Druid, but it's all good, bro. We out here. We out here. We out here. Isn't that Deezer's title? I'm pretty sure, man. <laughs> Shout out to Deezer. Yo, yo. Uh, big love to you, bro. But uh, next, nah, next thanks topic. for having me, boys. It's so good to be here with you guys. Oh, yeah, man. Super pumped, man. Uh, Super pumped. Let's go. Shout for coming, bro. Shout for yeah. coming. We're excited to have you, man. Oh. Yeah, we're excited to have you. Definitely, man. I'm keen. I'm keen. So, um, yeah, tell us a little about yourself for those of you that, you know, or for the people looking or listening <laughs> that might not know you. Yeah, sweet. So, uh, uh, my name is Q or Q's on. Um, yeah, I've been over in Australia now for 13 years. Uh, Moved over with my wife and one kid at that time. Uh, yeah. Came over for uh, for college to do a bit of studies. Wow. Um, yes. Yeah, and haven't looked back. Stayed in Sydney. And it's been awesome, eh? Yeah. So, at the moment, you know, just um, just working, just on the grind. School yeah. holidays at Love the moment. Bro. So, Let's go. yeah, just, just loving life. Nice, nice. Uh, That's awesome. So, you also... Like from what I've heard, you're also pastoring out west, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So uh, just a local church out in uh, Western Sydney. So uh, at the moment, I did a stint in youth for for ages. I feel like yeah. forever. I think it's seven years in yeah. in youth ministry, looking after um, senior high students, yeah. and then uh, transitioned out of that. And now I'm looking after our um, our adults, which is our 25 to 35 year olds out there man. at uh, at our church service. So yeah, man. That's been yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think. Um, like you know, for also like us, like we we met at the same college that you went to, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, like a few years before us, a couple of years before us. Mm. Right? Yeah, yeah. A couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like ten years ago, twelve years ago, man. That's oh, insane. Wow. That's insane. Wow, yeah. So I, I think I was there when they had like just we still had pads and paper. Yeah. that's awesome. And I think it's um like it's massive for us to. Especially for us that just finished Bible College yeah. not long ago, mm. Pacific Islander Maori, to see people like you killing it, you know what I mean? And it's mm, not just 100%, like, man. You know, sometimes you might think killing it is like, you know, whatever that may look like, but to us, that's like pastoring, raising a family, mm. you know, being mm. a father, being a husband, and um, you know, and also being out in the community as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think you know that's massive. So. Man, we're in for a good episode. Hard, it's going to yeah. be a hard one, man. It's going to be good, man. Buckle Let's up, go. huh? Buckle up. <laughs> Buckle up. I love that, bro. Um, I, I was also, like, you were just talk, talking talking before about you, you were Māori, half Māori, half Samoan, <laughs> no. no. Yeah, yeah, nah. Well, I don't think you're listening before Waves, but... Um, <laughs> 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 so, 
Nah, so I'm actually half Cook Island. My dad's Cook Island. Um, That's cool. Yeah, yeah. From Rarotonga, Titicavaka. <laughs> and my mum's Samoan. So um, there we go. Half cookie, half Samoan. Yeah, uh, but I, I do act like a Māori a lot. Yeah. Um, grew up around Māori, so... That's and nice. Gotta love it, man. Gotta love it. Shout, shout, out, shout out to the Mars, <laughs> man. Wait, so you said you moved over to Australia? What, yep. 13 years ago, was it? 13 years ago, yeah. So when were you so born? So when was I born? I was uh, was born in 82. Yeah. Here in Oz or? No, 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 no in New Zealand. New Zealand. Yes, whereabouts in New Zealand? So I was born in Middlemore Hospital. Let's, oh, shout out. Middlemore Hospital in South Auckland. That, that, seems, that sounds like a common um, hospital. Oh, bro, it is. That's yeah. where the best of the best were born, my G. Oh, yeah. Were you <laughs> born there? Yes, I was. Yes, I was. Yes, I was. Were you actually born there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Why did you have to give it a thing? Oh, because you can't remember. Yeah, yeah I was born in Middlemore. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, nice, man. And it made the move over, eh? Yeah, yeah. So, um, we, I've been, uh, you know, I was looking at your um, Instagram, you know, getting encouraged, you know, with training and stuff, like CrossFit <laughs> and whatnot. You oh, don't know, this guy is a CrossFit OG, man. Uh, how's that, how, how's that been going? Nah, it's been good, man. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the, the whole, uh, I guess, um, um, you know, getting into training and whatnot, um, being Cook Island, I feel like Cook Islanders have high metabolism. Yeah. But when you get older, man, that thing <laughs> runs away. That thing <laughs> runs away from me. So I, I felt I've never done workout before in my life. And yeah. I decided, you know what, I'm just going to get into a little, a little bit of fitness, not take anything serious. Yeah. Start off at... Um, one of the functional places, you know, they do 45 seconds on, yeah, yeah, 10 seconds good. off, um, yeah. and, and kind of got, you know, got into it there, but then made the transition over to CrossFit, because I just like, I, I saw how a little bit of everything, you yeah. know, you got Olympic lifting and you got gymnastics and whatnot, so I wanted Ow. to give that a crack, and um, yeah, did that about a year and a half ago, and um, just be going hard with that, I actually, I actually really enjoy it, eh? Yeah. Really enjoy yeah. it, just find something you love and get stuck in. Oh, that's awesome. Mm. Oh, what's sure. your diet look like now? So my diet is, um, bro, you guys will be upset, man. And it, it, <laughs> But it's like pretty much no carbs, eh? So um, it's been a while since I had like um, just some good mashed potatoes or yeah, rice. rice. But I actually don't actually miss that stuff. I have, I've been off Maccas. Uh, even KFC, I had a little sneaky KFC here now and then. But um, it's just about balancing it out. My diet yeah, yeah. is not strict. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's quite, it's just more awareness of what I'm eating. Right, right. Mm, it's more good. awareness of what I'm eating. But I still love it. If you guys check out my Instagram stories, man, I'm eating burgers and all, right. all the time. <laughs> but majority of the time I'm eating yeah. um, pretty pretty aware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say eating clean. I'd say pretty. I'm eating aware. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been pretty aware of what I've been eating. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just saw Macca's in your car. There's a wicked wing. There's <laughs> a drumstick. <laughs> there's a good awareness, but there's a bad I'm usually I'm usually aware of what I eat when I weigh in. Oh. So when I'm waiting in, then I'm away. Ah, oh, that's because I had that. And that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, man, big ups, man. So, oh, man. thank you so much for being with us here today. All good. So we're pretty. Um, oh, bro, I'm yeah. pumped, man. We're, yeah, we're pretty pumped. So I think, uh, yeah, man. I think now it's time for hot tala. Hot tala, let's go. Ooh. Let's go. Let's go the Uso Table Talk Podcast. Hot tala. Hot tala. Hot tala for you, man. Yes, welcome, fam. So another episode of Hot Tala. Uh, if you don't know what the segment is, it's where we um, touch on subjects that subjects and issues that we go through that maybe need a little bit more voicing. Yeah. All right. And so we've got Q's on here as our special guest, and he's worked with youth majority of his life. So we thought, you know what? Why not touch on youth? And I think if you've seen previous episodes that we've that we've done, 
a lot of the stuff that we've spoken about yeah. um, tie in with with youth. And so, Kyo, I wanted to start this question off, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let's go. You've you've worked with youth for like a long time now. Eh? Mm-hmm. How long? Um, I think all up. Man, it must be close to like 17 years, 18 years. Wow. Jeez, so how old I am, actually. Uh, so I want to ask you, man, what what made you want to start working with youth? Yeah. Oh, that's the, that's, that's the, the easiest question you can ask me, man. Yeah. I think because I'm sure all of us will know as well, um, growing up, you know, you, you have decisions that you need to make and, yeah, and yeah. pathways that you want to go down. And if you don't have the right people to get alongside you and kind of coach you and show you which way to go, mm. right. you can easily go down a track that, you know, it's not beneficial for your life or whatnot. Yeah. And lucky enough for me, I had some people who got around me at the yeah. right at the right time. Mm, and yeah. at the right time, I said, hey, hey, look, if you continue to go down that way, mm. you're probably going to end up here. Let me show you this way. Yeah. And the change that that had and the impact that that had on my life pretty much got me to where I am today. And the reason I do what I do and the reason I'm still working in schools today is that I want to do that for others. Yeah. Mm. I just want to show young people, hey, you know, yeah, it looks all right now. Mm. But, you know, what's your goals? Where's that going to take you? Yeah, 100%. You know? Why don't, why don't you try this way? Or why don't we do things this way? Or yeah, let's yeah, talk about yeah, this yeah. way. Because I think, um, you know, if we can establish some great role models for our young people, yeah, yeah. Um, I Love think that. a lot of the issues that they're facing, um, you know, it will just be easier for them to navigate, mm. eh? Mm. 100%. Yeah, all right, man. So with that question, like, what made you, you know, want to do youth work? I think maybe another question would be, like, what was the process of it? You know, you explained that you came with your wife and you moved over here to study. You moved across the ditch to study. Like, what was that like? Oh, man. Um, look, I think for me and my wife, what actually happened was we actually came, um, the whole story behind it, we actually came for a conference here in, in Sydney. Mm. Um, our, our plan as a family was always to move to Australia, okay. um, but it was to Queensland. Oh, so we, were gonna, we wanted to go to Queensland, but... Anyway, we came for a conference here in Sydney. It's a big one that they have here. And, uh, man, we just got impacted by it, eh? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I can still remember the morning and the message that was spoken. And wow. I, I just it just broke me. And, yeah. and and it also spoke to my wife at the same time. And on the plane back to Auckland, like, I didn't even have to say anything. I just looked at my wife. She looked at me, and we knew that we needed to come to Sydney. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then get into Bible college as well. That's amazing. And get things rolling from there. So when I came to Bible college, it was always going to be, all right, I'm still going to work with youth. Yeah. Like, I left things back in South Auckland, but we're coming over here. We're still going to um, get into youth. But the whole time I was at college, I didn't do youth. Wow. But um, the man upstairs was up to something. Yeah. Mm. So I worked in everything around youth. So I went straight into Frontline, and then I went into kids. So and I was wow, like, Wow, kids. Rich. And I was like, well, man, I don't want to do this stuff, man. I yeah, want to get yeah. into youth, you know. I want to I get to some young people. But yeah. I think what was happening was just showing that, you know, the, the younger side and the older side. Yeah, yeah. Um, before I got back into the thing that was on my heart, um, wow. and it was a huge process, and it was a big thing. You know, we had one kid at the time. We had no money. You know, yeah. we came over here with two thousand dollars. Dang. And that's it. Service. And no family. My wife had her cousin here. We stayed with them. Um, but it was just a kind of a faith process. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And if I can just chuck that in there, I know it's cliche, but it was. Yeah. And um, and then finally, um, I got the call out in this area out here if I wanted to. Oversee at that time, which was young adults, which is 18 to 25 year olds, yeah. and uh, we hit, hit that up, rocked yeah. that, got that mad, and then they cut it for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Not because of me, <laughs> <laughs> like across the whole board, they, they changed the, the structure, and then yeah. 
And then I got pulled into um, uh, senior high. Yeah. And never looked back. Man, once we hit senior high, it was, it was on. It was yeah, on. Yeah. yeah. Dang. Mm. That's awesome, man. I think, um, like, that's so been a big... Like, that was a massive discussion of ours, like, when we were in college, like, how hard it was to get here or how hard it was to maintain. But I think mm. I was the furthest one to travel, and I just came from Gold Coast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And that was just interstate. And mm. um, I think taking those steps, yeah, man, that's a massive thing, especially within our communities. Like, we have so much dreams and visions yeah. in our communities, no matter where it is, like Western mm. Sydney, South Auckland, everywhere, yeah. that there is a lot of Pacific Islanders and Māori. We have so much dreams, but I think sometimes it's that taking that initial step that's it. That is the hardest. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that was, like, one some of our biggest battles as well. When we were in college, it was like, you know, like, it could be little things like waking up early. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or it could be things like making a decision to actually like get there get on time like be going on time yeah. or, and not looking at our you know circumstances yeah like ah oh, i can't afford to do that i can't afford to go to college or you know whatever it may be yeah you know and i think like th that's a massive um a massive step that you took mm. i think you know I, I know you spoke a lot about you know moving here but yeah you know maybe even that struggle that initial struggle w was there much struggle or was it after that conference it was like all clear or maybe before coming to the conference was there did you battle for a few you know months or years or oh yeah i think in the in the lead up to conference there was a, a huge battle because i was doing something that i loved but i knew it wasn't something that i was called to do mm. so um i was working my way up in, in retail as we do you know yeah um, <laughs> and then doing um you know volunteer uh, youth stuff yeah uh, on the side but there was always that thing that um like you know that there was something more to yeah, it, you know. Yeah, yeah. You got to get into you know what you really want to be doing. Yeah. Um, and then you know they're all saying then you'll never work a day in your life. And yeah. um, so there was a huge struggle. But then there was also all the all the people that when I said okay, I'm moving, up, I'm uprooting my family. Yeah. We're moving to Australia to go to Bible college. Mm. And then even even family members were like, why would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> why are you gonna do that? You got a good job. You got money. Yeah, and yeah. At that time, we just bought a house in New Zealand. Wow. Dang. We just bought a house and then we sold it for nothing. Like we got nothing. There was no Shivers. because it was at the same market. Yeah. Uh, so we just took our two thousand dollars came out, and the, a lot of people were didn't understand what yeah, was going yeah. on. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And and to be honest, if I look back then, I could see like yeah, maybe it probably didn't make sense to a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what was said in our heart was there's, there was a piece that, hey, I want you here. Yep. Um, because I'm going to take you on a journey mm -hmm. and we're going to get to what, you know, what's in your heart. Mm. You know? yeah. So it was definitely a process. And, and like you said, man, it wasn't a, a five-minute yeah. makeover like you see on TV. No, it was years yeah. and years. And the thing with Islanders too is that, you know, we have goals and dreams, but we're so family-orientated. Fam yeah. yeah, 100%, so man. So it's hard to leave, you know, we feel like, we have a responsibility and we do mm. to look after our elders yeah. and to look after and not just leave them on their own yeah. and stuff like that. So there's all that stuff they've got to battle with, mm. yeah. especially for our people um, that we want to have dreams and we want to take that step and we want to move out. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, okay, but is mum going to be all right? Mm. You know? Yeah. yeah hundreds, is dad yeah. going to be all right? Or whatnot, you know? Yeah. At least I won't be getting taxed anymore. If I'm <laughs> <right around. laughs> but you know what I mean, eh? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean, boys? That's definitely yeah. relatable to a lot of young people. Like, mm. even yeah. those who are tuning in right now, like, I reckon there's so many people out there who have dreams and, and, and like it's such a common story even for mm. rugby, a lot of like gun rugby players they grow up you know really killing it in, the, in yep. the rugby scene but then like as soon as they leave school it's it's um you know straight to the factory and, and like 
you know, straight to work and providing mm. for mom and dad. And I, yeah. I, I, I love that we're able to do that. But then it's like, what happened to the dream? You know, mm. what happened to the the grind that we we're really chasing out those dreams? Mm. And I, I like, you know, that's such a common thing. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, sitting on this table here, like we've all experienced our our own type of struggle with that. Yeah, we're trying to balance out how can we be there for our family, but yeah. also chase the dream that God's placed in our hearts. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. So I, I honestly, I applaud, I applaud you, like, yeah. you for doing that, bro. Like especially to you and your wife. Like, I can't believe, I, know, I can't news. imagine what it must have been like. Like, I know what it's like to do it on, a, on my own, but, but as a, to do it yeah. as a couple and, and, you know, in your relationship, and mm. especially if um, you had a son or... or yeah, kid, just, yeah. Oh, just one daughter at the time. One now daughter, now yeah, we've, got, um, we've got four kids now. So. Come uh, on, bro. Yeah, Come on. Man. Come on, man. Damn. Hey, um, you touched on something uh, earlier, Q. Um, you said when you moved over from NZ, mm. um, it, it kind of didn't make sense to everyone. Mm. Um, you've been working with youth for a while now. Um, how do you manage that when youth go through that stage where they want to do something great or they want to do something with their life, but to everyone around them, it doesn't make sense sort of thing? Oof, we're coming in with <laughs> the questions. <laughs> but no, it's true though. And a lot of, you know, um, I'm in a high school at the moment. Yeah. And a lot of our students who are going into year 11, or even year 10 and they're, they're mm. not too sure whether they want to continue at school or, yeah. or drop out and whatnot. There was almost this, um, you know, this expectation that they feel they have to live up to. Yeah. And um, expecta- having expectations for yourself is pretty good, but it, when you let them kind of consume you mm. and if you don't live up to the mark and you beat yourself up about it, then it's quite dangerous. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think it's, 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 it's about balancing it out. Okay, you've got a dream, you've got a goal. Um, get some people on your side. Yeah. And I get some people on your team. And I, I love when I speak to young people, I always say to them, like, you know, when we go through life or when you're going to get your goals or whatever you're chasing after, it's not an individual sprint. Mm. Like, mm. You've got to have a team around you. Come on. And use the example as yeah, an Olympic good. runner, you know, when someone gets a gold medal, there's always one person standing on the podium holding up that gold medal. It's like, yeah. Wow, but I guarantee he didn't get there by himself, right? Yeah. 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 There'd be like 20 plus people on the sidelines. Wow. That helped them get Facts, there. Facts, yeah. <coughs> you know, so yeah. At the end, when we reach our goals, yeah, we're standing there. Yeah. But just remember, we need people on our team. We need people on our side who is going to help us push us there. So, my encouragement to anyone who feels like they got the naysayers in their ear, or the people, the negative coming in with the the negative um, talk, yeah. Yeah, find yeah. the people who have the positive talk. Mm. Yeah, find yeah, the awesome. people who are going to be on your side, and, awesome. and but also challenge you as well. It's like, hey, what about trying to do this way? Uh, I love yeah, you. Yeah. I love your goal, but. Let's you know. Let's make the smaller goals and make it a little bit more realistic. Find those people. Yeah, get yeah. those people around you, yeah, and yeah. then you'll see things start to move and things start to fall into place. Yeah. But if you're just constantly taking in what the naysayers are, are saying about mm. you, man, you're gonna get stuck. Mm. You get All stuck. Right. Young people, you will get stuck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you just have to kind of overthrow it with the positive. You're yeah. always gonna have those negative, right, yeah. boys? Yeah. yeah. Always. We're always gonna have those people coming with a negative. No, always. So we just need to find the <laughs> overflow of it. Yeah. You know, just to pour it out. Yeah. Over those negative stuff. Yeah. Love that. Love All right, that. wisdom. I love wisdom. Boss. Come on. Boss. Um, when you made the move, as as uh, Waves Waves was alluding to, you made the move with with your wife and daughter. Then, mm-hmm. um, bro, how was it being being a father, being a husband? Yeah. Did you have maybe good role models in your life to? to take after or mm. how was that journey it was tough especially coming to Australia but we were lucky enough to because um, who we moved into so my wife's cousin is um, uh, Marcus who um, 
He's a, he's a big gun uh, yeah. out in the church circles oh, as true. well. So he was one person that you know was just like a pillar when we, yeah. when we moved over because I had no one. I was you know messaging people back in New Zealand, but you know you need people with you, yeah, yeah, on the yeah. journey with you. Um, it was tough, you know, with a daughter and especially going to college because we didn't have any money and my wife was finding it hard to find a job because I felt, especially as males, I feel that's my role. Yeah, yeah. 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 My yeah. role is to go get money, but now I'm studying and, and depending on my wife to to bring the income. Wow. You know what I mean? So, so that was tough, okay, you know okay. what I mean, yeah. to, to for me to study. Mm. Um, but at the same time, um, I think I needed to release that pride yeah. and release my wife to work. You know, wow. uh, for that season, it's just for a season. Yeah. Um, uh, so that I can, you know, get what I needed to get, build myself up in what I believe, uh, you know, God was calling me to. Yeah. And then, um, and now, you know, it's changed around now. Mm. You know, now my wife is doing an amazing job, the hardest job in the world, which is looking after kids. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and I'm the one who's, uh, you know, bringing home the bacon. But uh, that was a tough journey. Yeah. You know, I think it was just that that part there where, um, no. I'm the man. Like yeah. I, I have to yeah. be doing this and putting that aside, yep. just for a season is like that's that's tough. Yeah, that's tough because no no male wants to admit that. Um, yeah, okay, um, someone's going to do the work for me. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's my role as a, as a, the head yeah. of the family. Yeah. Um, but just for a season, I need. Um, we needed to do that. And <laughs> wow. Yeah, and it was a grind. That's crazy, yeah. yeah. That's funny. We used to talk about that a lot in college. I mean. Yeah, we, we weren't married, so we didn't have... Um, well, I'm married now, but we didn't. We weren't supporting a family then. But yeah, yeah. we did kind of feel stink, especially as um, Islander males, you know, with our families, if there was anything that was happening, you know, um, weddings or, you know, funerals, anything that happens within Islander families. And as, as the yeah. boys in the family, you know, we would have liked to, to help out or yeah. to, mm, you know, yeah. be the men that, you know, we're called to be... Yeah. Hard. But um, I remember, thousands. I remember yeah, having, yeah, yeah. A, I remember having a conversation with Waves, you know, because we we you know we all stopped working full time and went to go to college. Yeah. So we're we're in college and we're like, man, you know, we got nothing to offer. And I said, man, I think um, you know, before we could offer something, now we can offer prayers. This <laughs> <laughs> is like, oh, I'm, I'm praying for you guys. But I mean, we don't want to underestimate. Uh, underestimate. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new word. Not the rest. <laughs> we don't want to underestimate. Underestimate. Gosh, man. We don't want to. This guy's trying to figure out what it is. <laughs> don't want to underestimate prayer, yeah. but um, mm. but I think that's that's such a real thing. Uh, Taking that season to sit back from, you know, what is the normal? Yeah. Uh, what is the normal role of men or you know guys or, you know, going out and working. And just studying full time, mm. you know, right. that, and people, family members or friends, being like, "Why are you? Don't you want to be working? Don't you want to?" And I'm watching my other friends set up businesses or set up like <laughs> lifelong dreams and, and things financially that will set them up for life. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, should I quit college and and go there, you know, and you know, go back to the workforce? But mm. I think. Being fed spiritually, especially when you know that God has called you to something bigger and something greater than, I'm not saying, I'm not putting down anyone else that didn't choose ministry life or or going to Bible college or anything like that. But I think like for me now looking back at it now working full time and being able to support my now wife and, Mm. you know, well, our family, 
Yeah. Um, our, you know, we got a dog. <laughs> you know, our little family. But now looking back at that and and say I'm I'm in such a better place now mm. mentally and Come on. spiritually yeah. than I ever could have been before. Yeah. Right. It, it, you know, if I didn't take this journey and if mm. I didn't take that yeah. that route. Yeah. You know, and I think um you know, we should never underestimate mm. um you know, taking a season to learn mm. yeah. spiritually. You know, who are we? What's our identity in Christ? That's yeah. it. That's it. You know, and I think yeah. you know, I know we are like often joked about it like all we have to offer is prayer <laughs> but um in the long run and you would know this like in youth sometimes that's what they need or they needed that spiritual figure they needed that spiritual father that's right that's you know right. maybe we can speak on that is yeah. that being there you know a different kind of voice for the youth and for people in need yeah yeah and mm. i think you know sometimes the last last people that i ever would have thought would reach out to me mm. would be wow. are now yeah, reaching yeah, yeah. you know Let's i'm go. sure you're getting you're yeah. getting the same thing can we go there yeah for sure yeah and i think that's right you're right Rossi, because that's so crucial for what we're doing now is for me to take that year and establish or cement some foundations in my mm. life yeah Yo. so now you can be that spiritual figure yeah if i didn't do all that then man i can guarantee the foundations in my life will be like you know, not set like runny yeah. cement. You know what I mean? Like mm. just muddy. Yeah. You know, we'll be one day one thing, one day another thing. Jeez. But for me to take that, man, and I said a lot, taking one year out of your life just to go deeper. Yeah. yeah, yeah one yeah. year out of your whole yeah. existence of your life, it's not going to be much, man. But yeah. trust me, what it does to you Hard. and what you're able to do from that is so good. So now you know, getting along, being that spiritual figure for a lot of young people, you know, and being a role model, like I said before. I think um, role models are the key for our young generation. At the yeah, moment. We're missing yeah. them. Yeah. We're missing them. With you know, for especially for our people, you know, I don't want to go there, but you know, a lot of the men, like we're failing. Yeah, yeah. we we're not giving the the right guidance. We're not giving the. We're not even being there. Mm-hmm. And I think for us, like we need to establish just some godly male role models yeah. in the lives of our young people yeah, people wow. who are solid you know people who are not going to budge not going to move mm. uh, and people who are going to help direct our young people that's why I always say to young people I meet with young people so look one of the things I'm a chaplain in, in schools and SSO in another awesome. school yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't do no classwork I just pull them out have conversations and there's many issues boys like you would just be blown away by the amount of issues that mm. our young people have that yeah. It's just different to when we grew up. I don't know mm. what's going on. Probably yeah. the introduction of technology and social media and whatnot. Mm. But there's so much going on. But I always, this is what I say. You need to establish some role models in your life. Yeah. So I get them. I, we're going to write down now. You're going to identify real people. Not, I'm not talking about Justin Bieber or whatnot. Yeah. Like mm. real people that you know. Yeah. Yeah. Give me some people that you know that you look up to who show these characteristics or who show these kind of uh, morals or, or in their life. Tell me these people and write it down. Right. And then I say, okay, we've established them. Because now, because a lot of people, when they come to a, a, a T road or a crossroad in their life, they mm. don't know where to go. Mm. Yeah, yeah. They don't know who to go to. So I'm helping them. I'm establishing, hey, this is where you go. Yeah. And this is what I say, okay, we've written down these three names. This is what you're going to do tonight. You're going to ring that person and tell them that you're my role model mm. or that you're my spiritual, um, the person that I'm looking up. So if I'm in trouble, yeah. I'm calling you. Yeah, and what that's yeah. going to do is that's going to make that person accountable them, to them as well. Mm. Number one, they're going to go, oh, man, I've got to step up my game. This guy just called me out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm a role model to them. So now I'm going to be accountable to them as well. Yeah. So yeah. 
you know, for me, it's real important that our young people establish, identify, and know who they're going to go to yeah. when stuff hits the fan. Because yeah. that's, that's the issue that we have. They don't know where to go, and you know what they tend to? You know what they tend yeah. to. Yeah. All right? Yeah. And yeah. It's, not, it's not a happy ending. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if we establish those people, that's the, one of the easiest things I always tell young people. You know, when they're going off about this and that, and I've yeah. got no one. So, oh, you got no one? All right. Piece of paper. Tell me. No. Who's in your life? Tell me who's in your life. Does any of these people show kindness? Or do you trust any of these people? Let's write them down. Wow. Yeah. All right. Go ring that person. Text that uh, person. Tell them you're my role model. I'm looking up to you. Yeah. Can you be there for me? If I need you, Wow. We'll go from there. And some people, I've had dads call me up and say, hey, did you talk to my son about role models? He, he spoke to me. And he's in tears on the phone. The, the, the dad. Oh, wow. He's like, I feel like I need to step up. I'm like, you, man. I just say it to him around the phone. <laughs> yeah, you do need to step it up, man. <laughs> but I'm like, hey, your son needs you. Yeah. yeah. Your son needs you. And if I could video what your son is doing in class here, he needs you. He needs a solid male. Yeah, Let's yeah. go. So, look, that's uh, my biggest thing for, for our young people. Yep. And, and just looking at our young people in this generation, they're just crying out for someone show me. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because all they're, they're, they're looking at their device for the way to go. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look how these guys are acting. Oh, look how these guys are right. you know, singing about this and singing about that. I want to do that. Yeah. So th- they are looking yeah. for, for ways to go, but we've got to give them something. Love what do you reckon, Wilson? Yeah, oh, that's real, yeah. man. It's definitely that's real. Man. Oh, shit. It's, it's got to process that. Sucks. Yeah, um, it's definitely real. Um, well, there's a saying, show your best and hide the rest. And we've, we've all been to college and we've all struggled through that. Um, and Q, I think you'd have more of a heavier burden because you were supporting your family. Uh, was... Was there ever a time where you maybe wanted to give in to your circumstance and then get that mentality of, oh, no, nah, freak, this is just this is just how it is. I can't yeah, overcome yeah, yeah. this. And second part question to that, how important, because young people watch you, right? Yeah. Oof. And yeah. how important was it to maybe show that that you were struggling in that season or did you just hide it? If mm. hopefully that makes sense, if you yeah. could touch on that, please. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure, man. Oh, bro, man, so many struggles in college, eh? Yeah, you know, we have weeks on weeks where you know it's just noodles for days. <laughs> but um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. look, there's some massive challenges. Um, and I guess you know the number one challenge that we had was, yeah. um, you know, if you're gonna go to college, let's be real, like there's finances involved in that. Mm. Yeah, and um, we got to a point where it's like. And I wanted to do a year. Yeah. I paid half of the year, but I didn't have any yeah. any money for the rest of the year, and that was crucial because it was like, okay, what do I do now? Yeah. Is that it? Like, and in my head it was like, okay, have I learned enough? Um, should I just call it quits? Let's get back into the workforce, help my family out. Yeah. So you got all these things that you have to weigh up, but at the same time, it's like, no, wait a minute, I flipping came over here from New Zealand mm. for this, yeah. and it's almost like. So if you bought me here, you better, you know, it's ah, like you, take me all the way. You know, you're getting a little bit like you bought me here. So what do yeah. we do now? Like, is it on yeah. me or is this on you? Because wow. you bought me here. Yeah. Um. And uh, to be honest, when you talk about, you know, did you did you tell people or did you hide it? I think in that period or that season, yeah. as I begin to mature and begin to grow, 
I believe that I, I hit it. Mm. Wow. I hit it. Especially, man, remember, I'm not the one working. Yeah, true. So, yeah. you know, I'm going to yeah. show a strong face because that's the only thing I can do in my family yeah. is show a strong face that, wow. you know, we're going to get through this. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Dang. But, but, you know, behind the scenes, man, I'm like in the car on the way to, you know, college or whatnot. I've been, you know, hands raised. Come oh. on. Like, yeah. we, need, we need something. Hard you got to give me something. Yeah. And how I got my um, second semester visas, a story in itself. Right. Let's go there. Oh shit! Oh, right, I'll tell you. Right, I'll tell you. Right, let's go. So um, anyway, um, I got an uncle on my my wife's uncle. He's a pastor. Yeah. But um, he was really against um, uh, the the type of you know church that I I was attending. Yeah. yeah. I just didn't just didn't just didn't agree with, with, yeah, with everything yeah, yeah, like that. We know. We know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we know. Quite old school. Um, great guy. And it was funny. It was a funny story because um, I love this guy. He, He's one of my favorite uncles now, yeah. but um, the first time I met him, I went with my wife or my girlfriend at that time. We went around for a dress fitting for um, his daughter, my cousin, mm. and um, he he came up with a with a knife from the back when I was at the table and just put it to my neck. And he goes, "Look after her." <laughs> <laughs> so but I was about to like, man, like you about to lose your arm if you keep that <laughs> if you keep that knife on my throat, but. Um, so this is the guy And anyway We're having a discussion And he was like Oh You know And he just asked me One, one time When we were chatting yeah. um, About college Because you know We moved over here And he was up in Queensland And he was visiting mm-hmm. And he said What's your heart man What's your heart And I, I just shared my heart For why I wanted to go to college And yeah. with youth And everything um, And then The very next day Like Semester 2 was started I had no fees So I was just Going along to chapel And whatever happens <laughs> And um, I walk into Um uh, chapel, yeah. and there's my uncle or my 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 wife's uncle sitting on the stage. <laughs> sitting, uh, as people come in, you know, as you walk in, yeah, yeah. sitting on the stage, and I'm like, oh, and I'm like, man, he's gonna. I was like, he's gonna cause a ruckus. <laughs> like he's gonna cause a ruckus because I know how yeah, yeah, his yeah. views. I know his views. <laughs> yeah. and I was like, man, I was sweating it. I was like, oh, <laughs> but I walked over. I was like, um, hey, uncle, like. What's going on? And bro, he just went straight away and goes, too dark in here. Like, can't see anything in here. Like, <laughs> the music's too loud. You know how we're yeah. pumping music? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, ah. and he's like, anyway, he goes, where's your office? And I was like, what's that? He goes, take me to the office. Walk to the office, college office. And he goes, how much is these fees? Oh, I might get emotional. He goes, oh, he goes to, the, to the lady. He goes, oh, how much is your fees? How yeah. much is fees? She told him, got the checkbook, boom. Dang. For the whole thing. Dang. And I was like, I was just left there thinking to myself, this guy doesn't even like this. Um, <laughs> but, but then he's, he pulled me outside and he goes, um, I'm going to agree with this, but I agree with your heart. Wow. And now, Matt, now all his kids go to, uh, he loves it. He comes as well, man. Like, you know, yeah, let's go. Let's go. So, um, man, that's a crazy story. But, that, but again, I had to make a decision and whether it was going to rely on my own strength yeah. or my wife's strength. Sorry, boys, game. No, no, no. Or was I going to just trust God that He called me for this yeah. thing, and that He can use anyone, even yeah. someone who doesn't even like, like yeah. at that time, didn't like, you know, how things were rolling out. So I was cracking up. I was like, man, this is insane. And man, for the rest of that day, I was like, curled up in a ball and, and chapel, like, wow. <laughs> don't ever, don't ever, oh, um, underestimate. What did you say? Don't ever, underestimate. What God can do, also, let's go. Underestimate. Wow. Yeah, wow. man. So, 
Look, you, you have your battles, you have your struggles. Young people will have their battles, have their. But just, just stay faithful. Just, man, whatever you feel like, yeah, God or even yourself, what you believe you're going for, just hang in there, man. Yeah, doors will open. Jeez, bro, word for anyone listening right now, man. man. Uh, word mm. for anyone. Those moments, you know, it's just gotta be God. Yeah, oh, 100%. There's no other explanation. It's like that's God. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I love that, bro. Come on. Man. Yeah, we just gotta let that marinate. Just let that simmer. Yeah, oh, bro. I think I think the reason why <laughs> I think the reason why that story's so heavy is because we know family members are hate <laughs> like <laughs> like well, you know, the you know the mm. the denomination or the the type of church that we're a part of. Yeah. Mm. So I think <laughs> for mm. that to happen, yeah, that's crazy. It was huge, man. It was huge. It's huge. Yeah. You know? And it wasn't just it wasn't a small amount, you know. What I mean? So um, nah. That's a lot. Hectic. Uh, well, uh, I want to bring it to um, like back to our, our youth and our young people. Yeah. Mm. Um, something I was I was thinking about when you were talking about before with um, how young people need role models and, and you know you talked about the, the, the father that you had on the phone mm-hmm. um, who, who he called up oh, that's awesome and oh yeah that was awesome right? but uh, one thing I, I wonder um, how do, as a youth worker how have you deal, dealt with the realities that some of the kids go home to um, I know I've touched and I've personally touched on that before from like a personal uh, point. Uh, personal experience sorry like I've, I've gone to youth groups and stuff like that but then gone home to a reality that wasn't really so great uh, or a home life that wasn't so great mm. um, you know it's a re- almost a reality now for a lot of a lot of young people to come to a place like that we go that we're mm. uh, like a church like ours yeah. a community like ours and get told that we're going to be world changers and stuff like that but then go home to the biggest pillars in our life our parents um, don't believe that you know yeah, and I know that's such a reality for a lot of uh, our people and young people in general. And how, how have you helped, had to deal with that? Yeah, man, straight up waves. That's a that's a huge one, eh? Mm. I mean, we can you know we can say all we like, or we can instill so much stuff into our young people. Yeah, yeah. But like I said, once they go home, yeah, and that reality changes. Exactly. Um, well, man, it's hard to hold on to things that you've learned or things that you know don't yeah. don't line up with what is 100%. right in front of your face. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think we're, you know, with a lot of that stuff, you know, and our young people trying to find an escape from that, um, I think it's on us to make sure that whenever they're not at home, mm. that we create a safe space for them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You know, for a lot of young people that come to school, school is the safe place for them. Mm. Yeah. That's why a lot of our year 11s who are doing exams and they only meant to come to do the exams, they're there all day. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them are there all day. Wow. They don't go to the exams and go home. They'd rather be at school because it's a safe place for them. So I think we need to establish, okay, look, and and the reality is this, boys, mm. and this sucks. When they go home, what can we do? Yeah, yeah. What can we do? Yeah. yeah. But when they're with me, flip. I'm going to make yeah, sure. Making, yeah, I'm going to make sure. I'm going to build man. you up. I'm going to build you up every yeah. single time. I think that's, you know, that's the reality of mm. what we can do. I mean, look, I've been on many house visits, especially... During the COVID season, um, I'm fortunate enough, you know, to be able to 
take out just stuff like groceries and mm. hampers and stuff, and yeah. hooking up with local stuff around right. the community who, wow. who give us stuff. Oh, wow. um, and th- and there's there's many, and I think a lot of, again with our young people, there's a lot of pride in asking for help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah. But you know, when we see it, we just give it. Yeah. yeah. You just got to give it, and I think you know, and that gives us a little bit of insight to the home life mm. as well when we go around and and um and see families and whatnot. Um, but it's a tough one. Like I said, like, you know, some people, some kids are just doing it tough and there's, man, I hate, I hate it. Yeah. Because it feels like out of your hands. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they, they could have the best day at school, go home, get a hiding. Yeah. Yeah, man. And then you got to talk to them the next day and they're all black and blue, <laughs> you know? Sucks. That's real. That's tough. That's tough. But yeah. yeah, I know you just got to keep, keep on and just keep pushing that encouragement yeah. through. Hundred percent. They might not believe it. Just keep pushing it. Mm. So, like, pretty much, would you would you say making the most of your time with those with people? Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't take that time for granted. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hundred percent. Make the most of that time because they'll remember. Yeah. 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 They'll remember. Yeah. They might not remember how you, what you say, but they'll remember how you how they felt yeah. when you said Around it. Yeah. 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 Or how Fair you make yeah. them feel. Yeah. That's. That's facts. Yeah. yeah like, right. I remember, um, like, my mother, like, my parents used to do similar things. Uh, my mother used to run a, <laughs> used to run a, like, Pacific Island group where mm. <laughs> they wanted to, you know, learn how to see Samoa. Or, mm. Okay. okay. <laughs> Attempt right. how to Tahitian dance at times <laughs> <laughs> with no Tahitians around. <laughs> but, um, you know things like that, and I remember, and still to this day, there's um, there's people. I was young, but I remember there were they were young adults at that time, mm. or uh, youth at that time, mm. and still to this day, like they would message my mum, like you know when everything was chaotic at home, the safe spot was you yeah. know, coming over there, and you know, and I think if that's happening in years later, mm. that's definitely such a true mm. thing that you just said. So making the most of that time, you may only get an hour a week with them. Yeah, yeah. But what are you doing? What are you speaking to them? Yeah. And I guess, and it's crazy to see to hear that 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 one one hour or however long that you spend with them um, competes with the rest of the hours of the oh, week. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's right. You know, so mm. that's why it is so important within that youth group or within that catch up or. You know, if you're a chaplain or wherever it is, and mm. whatever time it is, yeah, to really like, you know, make most of that time. Yeah, be present. Mm. Because, mm. man, the devil doesn't stop. Mm. Like the enemy doesn't stop. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, like that was just. Nah, bro. <laughs> that's just some comments I was just thinking. Like, wow, that's such a true, a true statement. What can you do? What can you do when they're not? Yeah, like when yeah. they're gone home. Hundred percent. What can you do? Mm. Yeah. And I think it's yes, we are battling against time or the rest of the time that that they're not with us or hearing, you know, a, a message like that. Yeah. Um, I recently read this morning. There's a, um, there's a. He also works, I think, young adults' age um, on the Gold Coast. Oh yeah, yeah, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, we can say his name. I feel bad if I don't say his name. D boy. D boy. Mm. I've totally blanked Daniel oh, Daniel Nicholson Daniel Nicholson Yeah yeah, yeah. Daniel Nicholson Right so And he, and he um, So he's He's based out 
on the Gold Coast and he uploaded um, something about um, either victims or uh, victims being stabbed up there. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, we got to do better. You mm-hmm. know, like um, the the youth group or the movement that he's a part of and the church that he's a part of up there, he was saying like, we got to do better. Not on, under, not under my watch. Like, mm-hmm. not under mm-hmm. my watch. Mm-hmm. And just reading that, like that pumped me up. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. It was just like, that pumped me up. And recently over this weekend, there, there was a shooting. Um, yeah. Waves, you were talking about it? Yeah, it was a, um, I, I saw a post yesterday on the news. It was a 19-year-old yeah. uh, gang affiliated as well. Uh, some guy just, uh, I think it was a young young person, yeah. literally just walked up to the car, had two people in there, and, and he shot the 19-year-old. Damn. He's in hospital at the moment. But um, yeah, I sent it out to the boys last yeah. night. Yeah. I was just shook, man. I was like, dang, like, like I don't, I hate saying it's another one, but it's uh, yeah. Like whether whether they're Polys or like whether they're Pacific Island or Maori yeah. or not, like those are happening in our areas. Yeah. you know, like that's mm. that's out in great, you know, uh, Western Sydney or you know where D boys on the Gold Coast and you know that's like, that's happening. That's mm. that's such a real thing. And, yeah, you know, for you like. You know, we often talk about in Bible college, us being involved in when we were in Bible college and in church life. Mm-hmm. That gap between the the church and the streets, yeah. it's such a big gap. Yeah, yeah. And having a a healthy balance between mm, yeah. being part of community, real, <laughs> like yeah, the, yeah. being part of the body of Christ, the church, as well as yeah. as well as that gap between the streets and the church, and going into mm-hmm. the streets. Yeah, you know, and and we've seen it. Like I've seen guys just take picket signs into the streets and like repent, or you're gonna go to hell yeah, yeah. and stuff like eternal that. Burn. You know, yeah. Eternal burn, you know, eternal burn. But then, like sometimes for us, that like genuinely care mm. because that's not just some people we don't know. Like, yeah, oh, but that's, that's our siblings. Yeah. That's our cousins, our nephews, our nieces, our yeah. people that look like us. Like that's me when I was that age. Yeah, yeah. You know, what's that like? No, you you know. know, you're right, man. There can definitely be a gap between the church and the streets, and mm, yeah. you know, I, I feel like, um, you know, let's be honest, I feel like for a lot of church goes, we want people to come into church clean. Yeah, you know, sort yourself out before you come and 100. sit next to me. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? Because I know we talk about love, but yeah, yeah. at the same mm. time, man, it's, I don't know, man. You know, if you're mm. a bit rough around the edges, then yeah, maybe maybe look for another church. Yeah, but I think yeah, you know when we talk about our, our young people and you know the. And, and what our young people are getting up to and, and or, or feeling like this is the way that they need to sort out their problems or yep. mm. issues and trying to establish who they are. Yeah. And I think it comes back down to that identity. You know, our young people yeah. are looking for identity yeah. and, and if I establish my person as um, as a tough guy out here in the area, then that's, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll thrive on that name. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, um, one of the community stuff was shut down at the moment because of COVID, but we're going to the Juvenile Justice Centre in, in, in Wera. Mm. Um, down there on a Sunday and we're going there specifically to preach the gospel Yeah, and it's funny man because we go into the wards they don't mix we go into the pods and we just say whoever's in there alright boys give us five minutes hang out with us five minutes if you're not feeling it then go back to what you're doing remember some of these boys are playing basketball some of them doing weights some of them playing table tennis some of them watching NRL Um, but they'll give us five minutes they'll come and give us five minutes and we'll start spitting I guarantee we've got like 20 minutes no one leaves Wow. No one after wow. that five minutes, no one goes back to what they're doing. And I always speak to them and just get, get along outside their story, and see the reason these boys are in there 
there's, there's always something behind it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. They're not just out there just stabbing people because they, you know, yeah. feel like it. No, they're, they're, they're longing for something. They're searching for yeah. that community. Yeah. They're not finding that attention at home, so they're yeah. going out and doing, getting attention, you know, in other means, in other ways. Yeah. 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 And stuff like that. Every, every single person you speak to, mm. you know, it's just like, oh, you know, I was, I was with the boys or whatnot. Mm. You know, just that sense of community. Yeah. Everyone loves community. We need community. We're built for community. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And if, and if, if, if someone, if the church is not giving me that sense of community, yeah. I'm not going to go to the church, am I? Yeah. yeah. You know, but if the boys on the street say, hey, man, come, yeah. let me show you some love, bro. Yeah. But I'm going to go there. And I think that's the better a lot of our young people are facing at the yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah. It's like, where can I find a sense of belonging? Yeah. Who's going to give me that sense of belonging? Yeah. All right, the G's are. All right, then I'm there. Or, wow. or my youth group is. That's why yeah. our youth groups are so important, man. Because, yeah. Yeah, bro, we, we can make a vibe where it's like family. 100%. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and I think, you know, people just longing for family. Mm. Polys, we do that well. Yeah. Like we do family well. You know, and that's why people gravitate towards it. I mean, my w- we've seen that stabbing stuff up close and personal. Yeah, so yeah. My old connect group, young people, we had someone go straight after youth, you know. The boys yeah. said that we're going to go to a party. I said, all right, stick together, you know. Make sure you look after each other. Two o'clock in the morning, I hear my phone going off. One of the boys say, hey, my boys got stabbed. Yeah. I'm like, you serious? It's like, yeah, all right, I'm picking you up. I go and pick up one of the boys. 2.30 in the morning Rushing around Mount Jewel Hospital You know It's such and such yet No we don't take Stab victims They go straight to Westmead Went over there Spoke to the parents the Parents were already there Freaking out What's going on And then By 6 o'clock in the morning We had all the boys there yeah. All the boys outside Waiting Wayne's coming Getting alongside this person And it's real yeah. And all, all, all he was trying to do Was help us out Help one of the other boys Who was getting Was having a punch on Again just picking on him he went to jump in Someone pulled out a knife Bang And this is reality And yeah. these are the boys that I'm responsible for Yeah These yeah. are the boys that I was the role model for You know And I took that hard too I yeah. was like Damn Am I failing this? Yeah. Wow. Like, you know with my boys Yeah Like But again You know Everyone has their Decisions that they gotta make Yep As well You know But as long as we're Inputting as much as we can mm. Yeah Yeah Eventually they got to get it. Yeah. Eventually they got to get it. I'm just getting around them. But um, I, I definitely think Frosty that we can we can close that gap. Yeah. Yeah. We can definitely close that gap. And I think during COVID we've got no walls now. Yeah. Yeah. And so I love it because Christians can't hide in church anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to get out there, man. Yeah. 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 Even take some groceries to someone who's struggling. You better you know you better do something. Mm. Better put your hand. That's, you know. You better go visit that person. Man. Better text that person. Yeah. Yeah, you know, there's no walls wow. to to hide behind when it comes to. Wow. I mean, I love that I'm I'm I have responsibilities and I have a calling and I love that I get to sit under the vision of my church. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm a Christian. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I'm called to yeah. be the hands and feet, regardless, as well. Mm. You know, I'm going to sit under the vision of my church, but at the same time, if someone's stretching out their hand to me, I'm going to make sure I stretch back. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I think um, now more than ever. Yeah, we can we can definitely close that gap. Yeah. So when you know churches do open back up, man, welcome home. Right, hundred mm. percent. Yeah. And I think you've done a great job in bridging that gap. Yeah. And um, no, like we like I said this earlier to you, man. When when we think of leaders who are in church and smashing it there, but also in their communities, you're you are one hundred percent a person that comes into mind because I've seen you firsthand. 
just <laughs> just draw young people for days and bring them around family. Yeah. And um, I don't know if you remember, but I just finished high school and I came in late under you. And I think it was this, the summer camp. I think it was your last year before you left. Oh, yeah, 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 bro. Yeah. And so Q was the leader of this of this group of young people. It was about, so it was what, like 35, 40, 40 <laughs> boys. Dang. And then so I was coming up under him and yeah. he was about to leave. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just stuck with 35, 40 young people. I was like, oh, shit. And every single one of them spoke highly of you, man. And like, still to this day, I just shoot him a text. And like, I remember leading too, and they're like, man, you suck, because Q used to do this. I'm like, no, <laughs> I can't, man. Like, I can't, man. That's mad. And like, I think that's just a testament, man, to how much you live what you speak. And yeah. you're about it. You're about it, man. Yeah. And Thanks, bro. And um, is it hard as a leader who who was responsible for for young people where you pour out your heart, you pour out your soul, and working with youth, it's not a nine to five. You, you don't just clock in, clock out. Can't, no way. It's, it's on the daily. It's mm. 24-7. Yeah. And so when you're pouring your heart out 24-7 for young people, yeah. does it hurt when some of them just don't get it? <laughs> and and when they don't get it as a leader do you stop discipling them or like do you stop showing love to them because that's, that's a thing yeah, right yeah, that's, a, real that's a thing when people don't get it some people are like yo later bro I'm, Shun them, mate. I'm off <laughs> but but like you said as Christians we're called to be the hands and feet of yeah, Jesus yeah. and Jesus loved on those guys regardless whether yeah. they got it or not he, bro he loved Judas regardless he knew what was going to happen yeah man yeah. Yeah, but right. he let him roll with them. Hard. And yeah, he still loved them. And yeah. that's that's a reality, I think, that you have to deal with every day because you work with young people. Yeah. Some of them are going to get it. Mm. Some of them don't. How do you deal with that? Oh, bro. Yeah, you're right, man. Like, some of them I just wanted to, like, delete. Like, just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I was like, nah, man. You know, yeah. whoever wants to be there, I'll, I'll make sure. Man, at that time when, I was, when, I, when we were leading all those boys, mm. I had a two-door Hyundai XL. <laughs> and every single person in the in the in the in the group was your size. <laughs> that was crack up. So you know, we'll, oh. ooh, but I was about to say something about that. <laughs> but we'll get them there. Yeah. And um, and even if there's multiple trips, um, so my whole my whole idea was that you know what, I'm gonna make it feel like family. Yeah. And I'm gonna do everything I can. To get them to a Friday night program mm. and then get them to a service. Yeah. yeah. I said, I feel like as long as I get them in that service, um, my role is to get them to the feet of Jesus. Yeah. Mm. Wow. And then I was like, Jesus, you do the rest. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Yeah. I can't change no one. Yeah. You know, we can't change no yeah. one. Yeah, man. But I can Real. take it to the one who can. Hard. That's powerful, bro. Hard so up. we just get them there. And there'll be many times where um, people would complain about my boys. In service because one one time they're playing cards in yeah, service yeah. <laughs> and and look yeah obviously I, you know I, I spoke to them about that mm. but you know someone complained about that but I'm like man I'm doing my best to get these boys in here yeah mm. if they're not in here I'm telling you where they're gonna yeah, be hard. you know I'm, as long as they're in here sooner or later it's gonna get in mm. yeah, yeah, yeah sooner or later it's gonna crack you know you know the Holy Spirit was just gonna speak to these boys but yeah my whole thing is like you know, whatever lifestyle, you know, whatever language they're using, 
you know, I, I, I had strict policies. If yeah. you're rolling my car, you better have an edited version that you're playing. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, you're not, you're not getting that old school. The, the clean right? version. Yeah, the yeah. Clean, super clean. The YouTube. Same, <laughs> on, same on the chat. Yeah, you will be removed for a little bit and yeah. then we'll bring you back in if you drop one. Because, yeah. Yeah. Um, again, like, yeah, look, everyone. Everyone swears, but I just wanted to set some standards for, yeah, yeah, for our yeah, boys. Yeah, set something yeah, a little bit different to what's you know right. what they might be experiencing at home or mm. whatnot. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and then just get them there. Yeah. And then my whole point was get them there, create that family environment, um, and, and then let them grow up for themselves. Mm. Yeah. If they feel love, I didn't have to do nothing. I I, knew, I didn't grow that. I didn't grow that group. Yeah, the kids grew it. They told their friends, "Yo, you come, mm. like man, come to this family. Like, yeah. This is mad. Like, yeah. you come hang out with us. Come hang out with us." I don't think I invited any single one of those boys. They just all did it themselves. Wow. And all my job was, all right, I'm a vehicle. I'm going to pick them up. Mm. I'm going to take them home. No matter how long it takes, (laughs) how late it takes. The whole time I was doing youth, I didn't sit with my wife in church for like seven years. And then finally when we finished church, uh, finally when we finished um, youth ministry, that first Sunday that I sat with my wife, because I wasn't sitting with my boys, was insane. Nice. And it felt weird. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It felt must, weird, man. Because I felt like I, I didn't have to tell my wife off for doing something. Yeah. <laughs> the whole time I'm in church, I'm like, hey, boys, keep it down. Get off your phone. What are you watching? Put those cards away. Yeah. Man, you know? Put your feet off the tin. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you, know, just, you know, just get them there. Just be there. Just, yeah. And just be that person that they need. Yeah. You know? Dang, man. Yeah. Oh, man, I love that, man. Yeah, like, it's funny. We often talk about those complaints, like, <laughs> that person complaining about them playing cards or not wearing the right thing, not wearing the right thing. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes there's such an expectation of like people, yeah, whether they're in leadership in a church or whether they're just church goers. Mm. Like there's such a, um, mm. you know, almost like they, you know we're worshiping them. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? It's like how go there, you, we'll go there, bro. Like how dare you come into this church like acting <laughs> like that? That displeases me. Mm. You know, it's like. That displeases you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you know, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I didn't know we're yeah, worshiping yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, um, you know, especially when you when you're out there, like when you, you're talking about with um, going to the hospital when your boys got stabbed, and you know when you're putting in the work, mm. oh. you know, and then you see the fruit of them showing up to church, mm. like that, like that's such, you know, it's such a. It's such a good thing. It's such a beautiful thing to see that. 100%. Mm, man, yeah. You know? And um, and we, like, we, you know, we, we spoke maybe a couple of weeks ago, but sometimes we look at the outlet of, like, the outlet that you the youth is doing, for instance, like, maybe drinking or swearing or fighting or punching on. We look at that and we condemn them for that. Mm. But a lot of people don't take the time to yeah. find out why are they fighting? 100%. Why are they coming and playing cards? Like, mm, why yeah, are they yeah. ignoring this? Well, may, like, maybe it's because something's happening at home mm. or something happened before this or, you know, and sometimes yeah. just getting there yeah. was a mission. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> there we go. There we go. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's why, you know, a lot of people maybe from, um, how, how do I say this? Maybe more traditional backgrounds Mm-hmm. Or uh, maybe a more structured way of yeah. of doing church, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. you know, find it hard when they see guys like us, or like we, you know, one of the biggest 
high, like, you know, one of the biggest things for us. We would go to family members, and they'd be like, oh, I thought you were in Bible college. It's like, yeah, it's like, why are you dressed like that? <laughs> or, or like, why do you have tattoos? Wait, does anyone tattoos in now? But you know, you know what I mean? Or like, well, what are you doing? Like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think it's because, I don't know, there's a, what Wave said a couple of weeks back, he said like, this message that we often hear within our circles is that like the method can change, but like the message is always the same. It's always the same, right, it's always yeah. the same bro. You know? Yeah, yeah. that's it. I think, man, you're definitely doing that. You're out here in the streets. You know, there was a time, and there is still some some churches that still do this, like where they would separate themselves from, you know, community or yeah. from everyone else. Mm. Yeah. You know, there's a special way that they hold themselves. Yeah, but that's so damaging. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Yeah. Any? No. Yeah. Oh, I got more, man. Um, now. Uh, away from youth and work and stuff, you've got a family. Here we go. Okay. And I think a lot of times um, people on the outside can see someone in a certain way, but it's the family that knows the sort of like the true person. And I think it was, um, was it Mark Hunt? Yeah. Who who shared his testimony and he goes, his dad was an angel in church, but a devil at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Like he was he was struggling. He was just having issues with his with seeing his dad as a as a, a genuine father. Um, mm. He had home issues. I yeah. remember he was sharing on, on uh, his testimony. Yeah. And he dealt with that as an outlet. His outlet mm. was um, UFC. Or yeah, yeah. When he was training. Fighting. Yeah. Yeah, fighting. Sorry. And so, I know that you are a awesome dad and awesome husband can you share on how important that is as well as being like a pillar in the community and a great pastor how important is just just as much being a great father and a great husband yeah. oh man when you come home from work and when you that's huge eh? i think um you know our responsibilities as as father like i said before Mm. Um, a massive and it should be yeah. our number one actually yeah I think it's Bibles talks about you know getting stuff right at home first before you try and yeah. um, run a ministry yeah and I think if we can do that right mm. get stuff right at home then for sure and uh, someone touched it on, on it earlier um, where people watch you mm. um, no one will watch you more closely than your kids then, yeah, yeah. Mm. to how you act you know it, um, your kids will watch yeah. how, how you respond to something your kids will watch what you speak up for, yeah. your kids will watch what, what you don't mm. speak up for. Wow. Your kids will watch, you know, mm. and how you, how you talk to them. You know, you're constantly yelling at your kids. Um, you know, don't expect them to not yell at their yeah. siblings or yell at other people. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was sharing before on, on, on a live um, that, and I was fortunate enough that um, my upbringing, so for my dad, um, uh, a couple of years well, many years ago, he told me that before he married my mum, mm. that he he made a promise to her that he would never hit her or mm. the kids that they would have. And to this day, my dad never hit us. And I've, to this day, I've never heard him raise his voice at my mum, which is insane. Wow. Wow, that's awesome. And my mum was watching the live too, and I had to ask her, is that, am I right, mum? Yeah. She typed on there, and she said, yes, yes, son. Um, and And for me, you know, I watched my dad growing up. Yeah. And so he established a lot of what I do as a father mm. in my life through yeah. the years that I was growing up. 
Now, I'm not saying that my dad was an angel because, you know, in the, in the early years, my parents did a lot for us. Yeah. We were on Struggle Street, just like I'm sure many of us were. Yeah. You know, they would leave us, me and my brother, at home um, and go work a second job cleaning yeah. um, and leave us at home. Like, yeah. you know, what's up with that? And then, <laughs> and then there'll be nights um, where our kitchen table was just yeah. filled with tinnies. Wow. Uh, that's in New Zealand. That's that's a code name for something else. Yeah. But food, because they're trying to do the best for us. Yeah. But then he made a decision that now I can't be doing this. Mm. And I guess because my my two boys are watching. Yeah. That he was just going to grind it out and do the nine to five. So, um, I, I think that played a lot of part, a, a big part in yeah. how I, and obviously you know, having that faith foundation as well. Mm. But um, I just got to keep it in the back of my mind that. Uh, my kids are watching me, yeah, uh, yeah. and I want to be the best husband that I can. Because if I'm the best husband I, I can to my wife, yep. then automatically I'm the best father to my mm. kids. Mm. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Wow. So if I treat my wife with respect and everything like that, yeah, that automatically makes me a good father. Right, right. Automatically. Right, love that. Yeah. Oh, just another one, Q. Um, I I I struggled with this a lot, man. Um, as or ju- as you would know, youth ministry is not an easy thing, mm. and so I think for a while I was giving my best to youth ministry mm. and coming home and giving my family the rest. Mm. Did you ever feel maybe you were doing that, and like, how did you manage that? Yeah, well, good question, bro. For many years in youth ministry, I did it wrong. There you go, straight up the guts. Yeah, I neglected um, my responsibilities. A lot of the time, especially with my wife, because I'll be on the clock for youth. Mm. You know, late nights. I remember, you know, we were at least two to three nights out during the week. Yeah. And then you got the weekends. So spending a lot of time with these young people. It's not because um, it was an intentional thing. Yeah, yeah. It's just that, man, my heart was like, yeah. you know. But at the Get same so. time, I was so tunnel visioned on getting these young people. Um, mm. To a position in their life where they feel like they've got some solid foundations mm. yeah. um, that they could hold on to, um, but in my peripheral, uh, I'm steaming ahead, mm. yeah, and yeah. yet my wife and yeah. the kids over here. Yeah. So there was a wow. turning point, and it was when we had the twins. Yeah. Because it was a huge oh, season yeah. for us, where it was like, pull the handbrake. Yeah. Or I didn't pull the handbrake. I think God just. Um, you know you got a handbrake But then you got a spiritual Slap in the face yeah. handbrake yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. God gave me one of those That's real Yeah Dang And he just put it back Hey yeah. You know you do it right with there Like that scripture says You know Put all your focus here And automatically What else yeah. Whatever else you yeah, do yeah, yeah. It's just the overflow You know what yeah, I mean yeah. It's overflow I'm like oh man What am I doing wow. So then I just like Alright I've got to sow As much as I can Into my family yeah, well done, And the bro. overflow from that Will spill out onto my young people. Mm. Yeah, that's mad. So. That's awesome, mm. man. We got so much, man. So much gold out of you. Yeah, we got to do this again. Oh, we got to do this again. Definitely. I think I don't think one episode was enough. <laughs> it's been <laughs> so, man, there's we got a, you know Jeez. a lot of life to talk about. You know, ministry and family, yeah, and everything like that. But I think um, now we can move on to, you know. Our last segment. Yeah. We're excited for this. I'm hungry. Let's go. The Usaw Table Talk Podcast. I think it's Bushul Boss, fam. It's Bushul Boss. Oh my days, brother. What's that? 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you're tuning in, watching on YouTube, listening, Spotify, or SoundCloud, this segment right here is called the Bisupo. And if you don't know what Bisupo is, it is literally in Samoan or in many island, uh, island languages. It is literally canned corned beef. It's the good stuff. <laughs> the good the stuff. Good stuff. Pacific. And um, it, <laughs> nah, no, not pump. What's the other one? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Right now. <laughs> Uh, we're about to get into the Bisupo and in the Also Table Talk podcast, we like to call the Bisupo the time that we get to encourage, bring a word that encourages and uplifts and challenges the norm. Yeah. And we got a special Bisupo today because the man himself, Kuzon, Jeez. is actually going to bring the Bisupo. Oh, let's, let's go. <laughs> let's Take get it. Was. All right. Well, yeah, let's just uh, quickly encourage you guys um, just around this thought. So there's a scripture in uh, Matthew 22. Wow, we. Yeah, let's get it. Yo, I'm <laughs> going there. Go. Yeah. I'm going to take some scriptures, boys. Sorry. Let's go. But anyway, like, um, so Jesus, he's out there, man. He's like a, he's like a halfback. He's been carving up the <laughs> religious leaders. He literally has, bro. So he, he's been breaking spiritual ankles all afternoon. And anyway, hey. it comes to verse 34 in Matthew 22. And the religious leaders said, so what they've been trying to do is they're trying to trap Jesus, right? Yeah. Well, they're just trying to tackle him in general. They're just trying to get him down, but he, you know, he's setting up plays all day. So anyway, what happens is that they decide, you know what, we need to get, bring in a big gun. And the Bible says that they bring in an expert in the law. They said they go grab an expert in the law to come and they say, hey man, oh, yo, yeah. can you come? Can you come? But we need you. We need yeah. your help. Yeah. We need to try to trap Jesus. You're an expert in law. Can you do this? Yeah, yeah. Man, he said, I'm ready. He said he's ready like Tim Campbell. He was ready. To go. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm, I'm ready. So anyway, he rocks up. And he rocks up to the mic, but by this time, because remember, he's already carved up all his friends, yeah, yeah, all his yeah, religious yeah. leaders, so he's probably nervous. He's probably feeling like Eminem at 8 Mile, you know? Like <laughs> his knees are weak, yeah? arms are heavy, palms sweaty, yeah? vomit on his robe. Oh. <laughs> Mom's spaghetti. But anyway, he says to Jesus, he tries to trap him because this is what he wants to do. So he says to Jesus, hey, Jesus, what is the greatest commandment yeah. in mm. the law? And what he's trying to do is he's trying to get Jesus to say one. So that straight away and go, oh, but what about this? Or what about that? See, look, he's, you know, he's singling out yeah, one. Yeah, so they're yeah. trying to trap Jesus. They're trying yeah. to get him to, to just to say one. But, you know, Jesus is too quick for this, man. Jesus, yeah, yeah. you know, he's, Jesus, he's got his Nike boots on. He's ready to do some stepping. And this is what Jesus, and I love his response. And he goes, all right, this is the greatest commandment. Are you ready? And everyone's like holding their breath mm. and they're ready for it. And he says, love God with everything you have. Mm. And this is my version, so obviously. Love God with your, your whole mind, your whole body and your spirit. But he says, love God with everything you have. Yeah. So he gives them that right hook, that right spiritual hook. But then he comes with the left. He's not done. He comes with the left and he goes, but there's one. And the Bible says that's equally, that's on the same playing field as this first one. Yeah. Mm. So the guy asked him for one, but Jesus is giving him two. He goes, but there's one that's equal. One that's equal. So he's given, already given him the right spiritual. Now he's coming with the left, but the left has the same power as the right. Wow. And this is what he says to him. He goes, and love your neighbor as yourself. So basically what he's saying is that love God and love people. Jesus is saying the best thing, that you, the greatest thing that you can do is love God and love people. But then he goes Come like on. this. And then he says, and all the other laws that the prophet spoke about hinge off these two. Hey. <laughs> hinge off these two. So you can't do any of the other ones unless you get these two right. Wow. So Jesus is saying, you get these two right. Come on. It's game over, man. Yo. The guy's already on, on the ground. He's, he's, he's out. <laughs> bro, this is an expert on the law, bro. And he's on the ground. He's out. But I love what Jesus says here. The greatest commandment, the greatest thing that we can do Yo. as believers for all of us is to love God, but not just that, love people. Love people. And, and the thing is, it's on the same playing field. Mm. Is that insane? That yeah. we should love God and love people. And let me tell you also, if we get that right, yeah. if we got that right, 
Imagine if we got that right, that we just love God and love people, what we could do in this world. On how much this world would change. Come on, but we can, But here's the thing. We love people with conditions. Mm. You know, oh, I love it. We were just talking about it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, if you're going to sit next to me in church, you better be clean. <laughs> or, you know, there's some conditions if you want to roll with me. Yeah. But God said, no, no. Because when I read my scriptures, mm. I didn't see that he wrote out a list of conditions. Yeah. He just Oof. said, love your neighbor as yourself. Because I, I don't care what side of the street you're on. You know, you love yo, that yo, person. Yo. Oh, and love God as well. And my short encouragement for us guys is that let's take that on board. Mm. That's yeah. one of the most powerful scriptures. They're asking, what is the greatest thing? Yeah. Mm. What is the greatest thing? Is it to do two services on a Sunday? That's awesome. We can do that. Cool. You know, we can Come do on. that. We can do that. Come on now. You know, is it to, you know, you know, eat some mad food? Well, we can do that mm. too. Yeah. You know? But the two greatest things that we can do, or the one thing, but there's two involved in it. Mm. It's to love God and love people. So I want to encourage us with that today. Yeah. Let's just work at that. Let's just work at being better at that. Like whoever comes across, whoever's stretching out their hand, I don't care who you are. Yeah. I'm going to help you and I'm going to love you. Uh, I'm going to love you. And, and we're going to love God too. Yeah. 100%. Even wow. when he doesn't come through on the timing that we want. Yo, I'm still going to, even if I'm in the valley, I'm going to walk through that valley Woo! with my hands lifted come high. On. And I'm walking through like this. Oh, hey. <laughs> hey. Let's go. Oh. So there we go, boys. Wow. Thank you so much for that encouragement. We've got we to get you back. We've got to get you back. Anytime, anytime, my brothers. Yeah, man. So, um, yeah, so thank you for tuning in, everybody. I think we'll close with a little bit of prayer. Yeah, Jesus, you yeah. want to pray for us? Yeah, is it cool if we pray for you and then you close? Praying for us, yeah, close yeah, us yeah. off. Is that love cool? to, yeah, love to. Yeah. you guys go mind if I pray? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, let's let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for this time that we got to spend with our Uso cues on, and yeah. we just thank you for the man of God that he is. And we thank you that you've called him and commissioned him, Father. We thank you, Lord, um, for his family. We pray that you continue to bless their f- mm. him and his family and his ministry, Lord. Whatever it may be, youth group to young adults to everything in the future, we thank you, Lord, that he is obedient to you and your calling of him. That even also like us can can be blessed by him and by oh. his story and by what he's doing within the community and within the area. We pray, Lord, that you would bless everything that he does, Lord, everything that he puts his hand to, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen and amen. 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 And Father, we just thank you for this time, Lord. We thank you for the Uslo Table Talk. That uh, just what's being established here, Lord, where people can come and we can just face issues and we can talk about stuff, Father, that's going to help the community and help those out there. So we just pray you continue to take this forward, Lord, and whatever ideas they have, Father, will just grow. Um, that you just give them fresh vision and continue to pour out your favor upon them uh, as they do your work. So we thank you, God. We give you all the glory uh, for each one of these boys and those who aren't here. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so. Thank you, boys. Appreciate it. What are we giving out to today? <laughs> oh, well, the message of the legend. Tevin Campbell. Thank you, everybody, for listening in. If you haven't liked and subscribed yet, please do oh, so. Hey, that's hey, good for you, bro. Shout out to what? Shout, shout out. out to Frosty for doing the pads today. Oh, good job, oh, bro. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Just real quick, 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 quick. If people want to follow you, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. What, and you know everything you're doing, your work. Where can they find you on Instagram? What's your tag? Oh, my, my, uh, my tag name is just my name, Kuzon. 
There won't be anyone else. We'll, I think. we'll put it right here. Yeah. Make sure you follow this guy if you want to follow what he's doing in the area and everything in ministry. Yeah, right, yeah. hit it up, man. Huge shout out to the Hills Podcast Video and Studio. Yeah. Um, video and Studio Studio for letting us use this uh, space. And also shout out to my fiance, Mona. Yeah. I love you. Shout out to my wife, Miss Morgan Renee, Curly Frost. I love you. Get back. <laughs> shout out <laughs> to the boys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah no, boys. Go, Q, you got any shout outs? Yeah, shout out to the fans at home. Yo, much Big love. love Let's, go. Let's go. Let's go. I don't even know this song. Q can hit those high notes. You don't know the song. Oh, sorry, boys. Sorry, last chance. Last chance. How do you know every other song but you don't know this song? I don't know. You need to get around it, bro. You need to get around it. Got it. Uh, That's right. It's the best intro. <laughs> God bless you. God bless, God you. bless you. Be good. Be kind. Be loved. And be blessed, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh. Ew. Be careful. <laughs>